Good morning, everybody. How's everybody doing on this fantastic Monday morning? Actually, I thought yesterday was Monday. It was really weird. I'm sure a lot of people do that as well. Um, welcome to the Wake the Fuck Up with Jeff show. My morning show is a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Um, I do go on rants once in a while. Um, I do get off topic. Um, so don't be surprised if I do. Um, but I really wanted to talk about uh, a couple of things. I don't do a lot of consuming of actually um, so other people's social media just because most stuff out there is just toxic and full of crap. But the universal thing that I've been talking about for 20 years, um, which I've started my career 20 years ago, and doing podcasting and radio shows for the last 13 plus years is I have been an adamant, um, very outspoken person about what the fuck is going on out there. And it's really time to wake up. The, the wokeness um, has gotten into dog training beyond belief. Um, in fact, I'm waiting for somebody to tell me that my Malinois has white privilege. I'm just wait. I'm waiting for that to happen because, um, that's all the trigger words, all the microaggression, all the toxic masculinity, all the oppressiveness, all of the dominance hierarchy, all of all of everything that 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 we are seeing out there in our school systems and the way that we're talking is literally massively infiltrated. It's so weird. It's so fucking weird. So the pure positive force free. They couldn't do it with our, what we do works, even though we won't show you proof, right? What we do works, but we won't show you proof. We're just going to give you our credentials and sound really smart and insult you because you don't have credentials, correct? That didn't work because people caught on to that. They're finally catching on and they're actually getting results by actually using common sense and actually um, using rational thinking and with the, the amount of dog training videos out there that for myself and my colleagues, and we're talking about thousands of colleagues, it's just not me. I'm just the one with the loud mouth that has the balls. My buddy Sean O'Shea actually um, has got balls bigger than me. Um, but but um, uh, 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 it's the kind of thing where... Um, Nobody's speaking out about this at all. We absolutely positively know, even Psychology Today put out the most ridiculous, woke-ass article. And Psychology Today has lost all their credibility anyway. Um, I just talked to anybody in the actually, like, unless you're a psychologist and you put, um, you know, you know, his, him after your name, which would, like, totally make me not want to go with you um, or she, her. I would not want to go to you at all. And um, when I've got to fill out an application to go to any type of doctor, um, 
I just, what did I just do? Did I just get my Florida driver's license? And it literally just, you know, sex, male, female. And I'm like, thank fucking God. Um, and you know, Angelo will be going to a, a new, a de- find, I gotta find a, I found a dentist with him and I found a new practitioner for him. But again, if like the application asked me like more than, you know, is he a male or a female on the application? You know, when you go to a new doctor, you have to fill this stuff out. It's like, I'll, I'll just walk out. I'm just going to walk out because like you're a fucking dentist, like get over it. Um, so what's happening now in dog training is they couldn't get you with good results. Okay. They couldn't get you with guilt. They couldn't get you with the fear that you're going to destroy your dog. So now what they're going to do is tell you that you are basically, if you're male or female, by the way, most of the dog trainers that I know are female. I'm talking in the 70 to 80% of them are female. 80 plus percent of my clients are female. 90% of my one-on-ones online are female. 87% of my social media audience is female. Most of the show today is female. Most of all my shows are female. So now you're trying to throw this male bullshit into the dog training world? So... What I wanted to talk about is the title of today's Wake the Fuck Up with Jeff show is it's confusing out there. I probably should have changed the title to say it's really fucking confusing out there. Because first you were told that, I mean, it's little, I, I'm reading, I'm reading mission statements from what is supposed to be highly accredited, which they are not. They're totally discredited, in my opinion. And we're talking about HSUS. We're talking about the American, whatever, Dog Training Institute, the Smarter, whatever whatever it is. All All of these organizations out there that are preaching that you could stop an unwanted behavior with a reward only program is so full of shit. It's so full of shit. I mean, have, do you actually work with dogs? Do these people actually work with dogs? And do they work with them out of their classroom? And do they work with them in the real world? Because if you do, you would know you're wrong. If you do, you would know you're wrong. I would love to see it happen. And not with your personal dog, a client's dog. See, this is the thing about my profession. I'm down here in Florida right now. So I'll be going back to my roots 20 years ago where, you know, Joelle and I will be going to people's houses. We're doing VIP boarding trains. I'm going to be doing, I'm actually printing business cards again. The only difference is back from 20 years ago, I'm putting QR codes on them now. So that like all the information is on there and I can change it, you know? Um, so I'll be doing a combination of old school marketing and new school marketing because, um, because I want to build a business down here in Florida. Um, so, The thing is, though, 
is that, by the way, if you got a dog down in Florida, we're available to be hired, okay? Um, uh, the, the thing is, is that you go to somebody's house and they give you a list of five major dangerous behaviors and the dog is untrained and it's ruining their life and they can't have people to come over the house and they can't take their dog anywhere. Do you know that in one week, well, first of all, after the first session, you could make any decent trainer, any decent trainer in one session can make dramatic improvement with your dog. Dramatic. One session, 60 minutes, 30 minutes, 15 minutes can make dramatic improvement with your dog. So I just thought I saw <laughs> PTSD. <laughs> no, I'm like, you got to get the door. You got to get the door before he starts freaking knocking and ringing doorbells. No, he's not. It must have been somebody else walking. Yeah. So if Angela's room is finally done this morning. I'm, I'm, yesterday I ordered all the furniture for it. This morning I was on Facebook Marketplace. I found him a desk. I'm picking him up a desk in the next couple of days. So Angela's room will be done. Um, it'll be really, really cool. He's really excited about it. Um, so anyway, if you've been following like my morning podcast, you know like the Angela room story. Um, so what do you do? I think if everybody went back to common sense and thought about things rationally and not emotionally, forget tools, forget shock collars, forget prong collars, forget dominance, forget the word punishment. Just think about things logically. If I want my dog to do something more, I will do something to increase his behavior. And that at the beginning is, or teaching new behavior, is through a reward-based program, commonly called positive reinforcement. Commonly, it's used with food or some some type of reward. We, we Now, we work with many dogs that don't take food. So imagine that. Imagine someone saying to do food training, but imagine a dog not taking food. So now what do you do? Oh, I know what to do. We do it every day. Don't, you know, please keep in mind, I've got a 12,000 square foot board and train facility up in Rhode Island. And then um, we do dog training here. In fact, our next dog is coming in on Monday. Um, we've got dog training um, here um, in, in, in Florida. And we show it. I mean, when, when we have a dog down here, Joelle and I, like, she shows all her walks. She shows all her public access. She's a TJ Maxx. She's at, um, uh, by the way, I've got a feeling she'll be going to the Christmas tree shops because, uh, um, hey, everybody up in Rhode Island, did, have they started calling the Christmas tree tops CTS? Okay, or is that just down here? It's like how Dunkin' Donuts went to um, Dunkin'. Do they start that up in Rhode Island or is it still Christmas tree shops with the same logo? Because down here, I saw my first Christmas tree shop and it was CTS, white letters, and, um, and, and, but it was fancy. So um, 
you'll be seeing us walking around this humongous plaza in UTC with well-trained dogs. But anyway, there's a huge difference out there having your dog do something in a classroom, which is a great way to start, and having your dog actually do something in the real world. The great thing is we are constantly showing results. Whoever you decide, whoever you decide to pick, show results. Find somebody that show results. But also, but also, I think it's very, very important that um, those are clean. Sorry, clean. I thought I ran it last night. Oh, okay, I didn't run it last night. Um, so I think it's important that people understand that that folks understand that. You need to find someone that shows results with what you're trying to accomplish. So if I've got a dog that is extremely badly behaved in the house, separation anxiety, resource guarding, untrained, and jumping on people and growling at people and uh, 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 doesn't know any obedience, don't necessarily look for a agility trainer. Now, that's not to say agility trainers cannot do family pet in the house, you know, household stuff. Agility trainers are actually extremely talented. But but it's important that that's like me saying I'm having a problem with my heart and I'm going to my foot doctor. But I think anybody that goes to a doctor, have you all been recommended to a specialist? Correct? You've got a general practitioner. I've got a general practitioner. I'm 57 now. So I've been a general practitioner, and I've had a couple of colonoscopies. Men, get your fucking self a colonoscopy. It's no big deal that a scope goes up your ass, okay? It's a $20 tip. It's no big deal. Please get your colonoscopies. Anyway, my general practitioner did not do my colonoscopy, okay? My general practitioner did not... Do I went to a heart specialist because um, there was an issue going on, high, high, whether it was high blood pressure or or um, uh, irregular beating. I forgot what it was, but I was went to a specialist, right? I believe eye doctors are medical doctors, correct? Not the place where you buy the glasses, but the person that actually like gives you the test, does the prescription. I believe they're medical doctors. No disrespect, but my general doctor doesn't prescribe glasses to me. And my eye doctor sure as hell is not going to look at how my feet are doing. So I think it's important that folks understand that when not only is it confusing out there in the dog training world on how to train and how to stop, mostly on how to stop behaviors, but you got to go to the right person. You have to go to the right person. Most people are struggling right now with, with, with how to stop unwanted behaviors. So before you hire somebody, ask them. Ask them. Give them an example. How do you stop jumping? Literally, that's a simple one. And if they can't give you a one-sentence response and they make it turn into this whole big thing, and they should be able to stop jumping, by the way, in three seconds. So in our board and train facility, whether it's down here in Florida 
or up in New England, a dog will try to jump on us once. One time. Sometimes they don't jump on us at all. Ever. They jump on everybody. They never jump on us. Also, people need to be afraid of being convinced that your dog is only listening out of fear. Your dog is only listening because it's afraid of you. The dog is only listening because you're dominating your dog. Well, we can define dominating. I'm sure somebody can look it up and give me the definition of it. But I would refer it more towards leading, leadership. Proper leadership. Are you giving your dog proper leadership? So why is it so confusing out there? I think most people actually just don't know how to train their dogs because they're not dog trainers, but you are a dog trainer. So there's also a personal responsibility aspect of it. You, the human, have got a lot to do with the end result. You can either make it better or make it worse. Change your behavior, learn new skills, learn how to apply those skills. You actually can make it better for your dog, for you, for your relationship. And the great thing is there is so much information out there that is correct. You just have to apply it. But there is me- there's huge campaigns going on now, huge. And the latest one is this woke stuff. By the way, woke is not political. So people that put that comment, like, cool your jets. But this whole, like, again, I'm waiting for somebody to tell me that my dog has white privilege. That's how far it's gotten. And someone else's dog is like a marginalized dog. That's why they're not doing so well. Seriously, it is this close, this close. By the end of 20, I mean, it's already, it's already out. I've already, I've already seen the posts. It is literally beginning of January It started in 2023. I wasn't seeing them in 2022, but already it's starting in 2023. So this must be the new campaign. This must be the new 2023 campaign. They had their annual conference and they said, this is the new campaign. They sent the campaign out to everybody on their mailing list. And they're like, everybody put this up on social media. Meanwhile, dog trainers are still training dogs, still speaking the truth still helping people and not just doing a bunch of like catchphrases. Now I do catchphrases, right? Not saying no is saying yes. That's a catchphrase. I say that make it suck for the dog. Like how do you stop rushing, jumping up on people? Make it suck. I say catchphrases, but it's like using these catchphrases that have nothing to do with dog training to fit you into the narrative of what's going on in every other category of your life, which actually doesn't need to be. 
Because if you do enough personal growth, like really work on yourself, it all boils down to a lot of the same key things that has been starting like way before Jim Rohn. But I mean, if you listen to like, you know, Marcus, you know, you listen to the the Stoics, like go, go, go far back if you want to. You can learn that a lot of this stuff, even like, even the art of war, a lot of it is similar. A lot of it is about personal responsibility. So we've put together a course called Green to Graduate, which is fantastic, which will take people step-by-step on how to train your dog. There's lots of free videos out there. When you're looking for a dog trainer, you can absolutely find somebody that teaches you the basics inside, and then they, and that's as far as they go. And then you can start moving to higher-level distractions, but you might have to go to somebody else. But you absolutely can learn through someone that's a reward-based trainer to learn all your basics. Absolutely can do that. But when you want to start going to the next step of living in the real world, a lot of that stuff goes out the window. We all know that your dog in class can walk by other dogs and look at you and take food. We all know that. Go out of the classroom into the city streets, into a downtown area with lots of distractions. Most of us know that a lot of that falls apart. Why? Because the training philosophy isn't working in the real world. Anybody out there that shoots knows that you can do really well at the shooting range. I have never um, been in combat before, nor was I ever enlisted into any of the military, and I love them all. Thank you all for your service. But we all know when you're getting shot at, things change. We all know that. We all know that learning theory in school, if you go to university, is one thing. And then when it's put into practical purposes, it's another thing. We all know that, well, maybe we don't all know, that you can get, when I was in um, the restaurant business, I was the highest grossing in sales waiter at the restaurant by more than double. This is up in New England, so we had a lot of Brown University students who would come in. They wouldn't last for more than a week. Highly intelligent people, but they couldn't function in a restaurant environment. Meanwhile, these people are probably going on to be, I don't know, hopefully something valuable. Spending all that money on a university degree. By the way, trade schools, trade schools, electricians, plumbers, HVAC, construction. If you're thinking about what to do, look into those jobs. All right, follow Mike Rowe. If you're struggling with unwanted behaviors, there are people out there that can dramatically help you. If you're struggling how to train a behavior, there's people out there that can help you. Online, there is a ton of stuff out there that is for free or low cost. You might need to hire a coach. You might need, even though you want hand, hand you know, hands-on work, which 
I understand. I like hands-on myself, but you can also learn a lot. I learn so much information from people that are not alive anymore. Why? They have books out. They have podcasts out, recordings, audiobooks. These people aren't even living anymore. And you can learn a lot from them. What do we got for questions? Murph says, good morning. Good morning to you, Murph. Deb says, good morning, Jeff. Good morning, uh, uh, Tara. Tertara, I apologize. Good morning, Jeff. Love your morning lives. Thank you. Uh, Mitzi, good morning. Coffee in hand and ready. Heat it up, heat it up. Devin, wake up, bitches. It's Monday. I get after it, yeah. Mondays are great. I like Mondays. Missy says, agreed out of control. Good morning, Jeff. Have a nice Monday and week. Alessandro, oh, I will. I mean, I, I mean, I, I have great seven days a week, pretty much every day that ends on why. And, and for the folks out there that are struggling, like, you can still struggle, but still have good days. And I want you to also know if you are struggling in life, that makes you normal. I struggle. I mean, a lot of people are out there struggling. But there's so much out there that you can get help with. So if you are struggling, I want you to know that you're valuable, that people care about you, and you can find help if, you're, if you look for it. But you can also start out with pers your personal growth journey online. Just listening to audiobooks, just reading. Watch you can do. Apex Canine, uh, morning to you, sir. Good morning. Um, Deb's just climbing with a dog that didn't present with ever growling at people that come into the home, suddenly growling at some company. Owners not wanting correction. They think dog is fragile. Th then, you, then you walk away from the client. Then you walk away from the client. Dogs are not fragile. Angel, can you do me a favor? Dishes in the sink in the dishwasher and then run the dishwasher. Thank you, sweetheart. Um, so it's the wrong client. And where do we get there, Deb? That's a great point. Where do we get to the point where everybody thinks that their dogs are fragile, like they're going to fall apart? Dogs are extremely, extremely hardy extremely hardy. Your dog's not going to fall apart, folks. Did you do your hair? Brush your teeth? I did my hair. Brush your teeth again? Thank you. So that's the biggest issue, Deb, is that people are allowed to get away they're, I'm sorry, they're allowing their dogs to get away with unwanted behaviors because they're afraid to correct the dog because it's so fragile. So your dog is, you're going to live with your dog possibly biting you, but you won't correct your dog for biting you because it's fragile? Really? That dog should get a severe correction. Severe. Trying to bite you? The correction should be mind-blowing to the dog that it never wants to do it again. Not redirecting the dog, not teaching the dog obedience, but addressing the growling or addressing the attempted biting. These should be severe consequences. What's severe mean? Massive amounts of discomfort. Guess what? Any 
dog trainer out there that's getting results is doing what I just said. They just don't talk about it. Now, we're not talking about like if you're with us for six weeks, that's what it looks like. We're usually talking about it for six weeks is over 3.5 million seconds. So we're talking about over six weeks, depending on the level of the dog, probably less than 60 seconds and not continuously. And the rest of the stuff is fun. Reward-based confidence building. But can you really expect to take a dog that's growling, resource guarding, attempting to bite, has bitten, and all of a sudden just turn it around with rewards? I'm sure, put it this way, I know there's dogs out there that that could be done. But small majority, small majority. And some people will say, well, no, 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 no. After a couple of years, my dog stopped. A couple of years? Wow. Hopefully nobody was injured in those couple of years. A lot of people don't have the liberty to do a couple of years because they've got children in the house, people coming over, or the dog's actually biting the owners. They need to stop now, today. Okay. Thank you, buddy. Yeah, bring a chicken over. Yeah, that, that, that's a great idea. I think you did Sasha. Why don't you bring over um, Ragnar? Ragnar? Yeah. Joshkins says, good morning, good morning to you, Deb. Says, owner keeps wanting to believe that dog is fearful, so therefore corrections make no sense to them. How would you approach this? I would, I would walk away from the client. Who cares if the dog is fearful? Now, now, if the dog is in a corner and it's like scared and you're like approaching it and you're using too much spatial pressure, that's a different story. I would need a little bit more context, but literally online, I could stop this problem. Hold on here. We got one of our chickens. This one is Ragnar, the youngest. Get it closer to the camera. We're using that camera up there. This is Ragnar. Nice. Um, Sid says, still Christmas tree shop here. Is it? Yeah. So this must be um, um, one of our, uh, 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 something new that's happening down here. Mary Elizabeth says, morning, Jeff. Please come to North Carolina. I'm really wanting to attend one of your seminars. I've stopped doing seminars on the road after eight years. I've done almost 300 of them. I've stopped. I was doing like 25 a year. I've stopped doing them. I'm doing now a lot of online learning. You can send your dog down to Florida for a boarding train. We get dogs from Virginia, the Carolinas, and we just started doing it. They're already, they're booked and lined up. We're not that far from you. But we can also, I can make dramatic difference. If you got First of all, I would need to know what your issues are. But between online courses and online consults, I can totally change your life. I can totally change your life. We rehab aggression online. Literally, never met the dog before. Gary says, good morning, sir. Good morning. Um, Ellie says, checking in. We'll finish watching later as usual, 100% on point. Have a great day. Thanks, Murph. The Art of War is a fantastic book. The Art of War is a great book. It's a great book.
Chris Craig says, good morning. Another day, yes, every everything falls apart at the line of departure you need to adopt and overcome to make it to the next phase. Yes. Yes. Uh, agreed. Anybody that's going to go through life that thinks everything is going to be perfect is living in a, in, a, in, a, in a fantasy land. It just doesn't work that way. It just doesn't work that way. Sue says, can someone start start a puppy on green to graduate or is it best to start a few months in? Well, we have a puppy course. So we have a puppy course. We have a bundle, actually. So look at our bundle, Sue. But the puppy course is good for, for, you know, put it this way. Green to graduate, you can start at 16 weeks old. So that gives you a little bit of frame of reference. So I'll go, I'll go that way. But the puppy course is literally for eight-week-old puppies up to about... 14, 15, 16 weeks old. It's a true puppy course. But but the, at 16 weeks, you can start doing the Green New Graduate. JR Dinkwater, no means no. Don't pet my dog from four years ago. It's my favorite for years. Yeah. I've got a lot of old videos. Kim says, morning, uh, Jeff. Thanks for all the research you do. And uh, what happened here? And sure with us, it's valuable. Kim, did you send Joelle a shirt? Was that you, Kim? That sent her that shirt? If you did... She thanks you. She loves it. Um, she's worn it, I think, a couple days in a row already, but she wasn't sure who it was from. So that was you, Kim. Thank you so much. It looks sexy as hell on her. Chris Craig, I need to hear that dogs won't fall apart. Love the inner circle. Thanks, thanks, Chris. Um, but the by the way, um, Joelle is traveling tomorrow. Um, I was gonna send out an email. We might do the inner circle instead of this week. We might have to do it next week because she's traveling and uh, won't um, might not be able to make it. So um, I'm going to send her an email. I'm asking, asking, sort of telling people that I think it's going to be next week. Uh, Garrett says struggling with the potential trainers and their pure positive philosophy living on our 152 acres with their dogs that suck, pushing back on balance training. So Garrett, again, you, you know, I know you're a newer trainer. Um, me being myself doing this for 20 years, myself being very, very outspoken, there's going to be pushback till the day you die. You just have to learn how to ignore it and put out content that's educational. And again, I have a mentoring program. We're going to be doing a shadowing program soon. And um, I want you to know that things um, can be fantastic out there for you because there's a huge gap in the marketplace that is looking for results. They want results. So don't worry about social media and the pushback. Just learn how to ban and delete people. I'm sorry, delete. You ban the person first, then delete the comment. And then just move on and keep putting stuff up. Don't worry, you'll never get as much hate as me. Mary says, cute, probably talking to Ragnar. Missy, aw, probably talking about Rat, Ragnar. Jeff, do you do online coaching? Tara, I make a living. That's how I make it. That's how I actually make a living. I mean, I make a living a bunch of different ways. I've got a lot of different revenues of income because I'm a big fan of that. Um, but online coaching is how I spend a lot of my time. So I do online coaching for dog trainers and online coaching for small business people online coaching for um, obviously dog owners as well. And Joelle, if anybody wants, needs her online coaching for social media, she has a great social media course out there. And it's $77 today. It's been out for a week, maybe two. It's going up to 97. So 
if you want to go to, um, and this is not just for dog, it's not a dog training um, course. It's an online, um, I'm sorry, it's a social media course. But if you go to um, academy.solidcaninetraining.com, you can see her content creation course. It's good for everybody. Whatever you do in business, or even if you're just want to amp up your own personal um, social media, pe- people are buying it just for their own social media. Um, Tina Lee Canine, good morning, boss. Over the weekend, I had some success with a Rottweiler named Zena and a pit bull named Daisy who fight on site for the last two years. They placed a muzzle and leash with one another. Good, yeah, good. Good. It's a great satisfaction. And the, the hardest, the biggest failure is same household fighting with dogs too. So good for you. Congratulations. Bulldogs has started being a graduate this week. I'm excited. You'll love it. You'll love it. Yeah. Yeah, you really will. Haley says, the big problem I have is people coming up and petting my dog a lot. Do not even ask. Just rush up. How do I get people to give us space? So Haley, I imagine you are female correct i don't think you're you're probably past your teen years and you're probably like older than like hanging out at college bars most likely um or nightclubs maybe you still do so what you have Haley, is a um boundary issue you have a boundary issue with petting of dogs you most likely don't have a boundary issue with unwelcomed physical touch. Correct? Could I come up to you if I saw you at a bar standing there, sitting down, could I come up to you, come up from behind you and clutch your breasts? Yes or no? Okay. Let's assume the answer is no, I would think. Um, What would you do if I did? If I was being pushy with you, where you, I was interested in you, but you were not interested in me, would you put down a firm boundary? If you, if you, if you can't, then you have boundary issues with that. And that can be helped because back, you didn't want to ever, you know, get anybody upset, let people down. You want to make everybody happy. Um, you could have a self-worth issue. Um, um, you don't want, you know, to hurt someone's feelings, but, but, but if you've got really good boundary issues, then you'll be able to be able to be like, you know, I'm not interested, please back away. When it comes to dog training, you have to put, I'm sorry, dog ownership. If you don't want people to pet your dog, you got to put the act of petting the dog in the same box as you have with unwanted touching. So what do you do? Somebody asks, you can politely say, thank you for asking, but no, you can't. If it goes farther than that, then you get rude. If somebody pets your dog without asking, you can be forceful. Nobody pets my dog. Usually ever. I'll, there's, there's a few people like that I'll allow my dog to go up to. I have a very friendly dog. It's a Malinois, loves people, very, very friendly, very, very social. Anybody can pet this dog, but I don't let people pet the dog. Why? Personal choice. 
personal choice. It's my dog. I don't want people to pet my dog. So all you have to start saying, and it's ironic, it's, it's really funny because people don't ask me to pet my dog that much. And it's not because I'm male. Um, it's not because I walk around with a scowl. It's because um, I choose to put boundaries in place. Hopefully I'm still alive. Yep. Um, Craig's is good show. Wash hands. Uh, Hallie says my nine month old bites not aggressive, but during zoomies more play type bites hard. How could this be addressed? Uh, that's a Wednesday Friday question. I usually don't answer that uh, those, but we got a couple of minutes here. You apply a punisher. If you have a remote cower, no. If you have a bonker, no. Use your hand. I, it is it is play. It, it is play. But it's unacceptable. Stop it. It's a Rottweiler. I think. No, it's not. It's not a Rottweiler. But it's a nine-month-old dog. So if you don't stop it now, it will get worse. Put a do-not-pet harness on your dog. It works. Mitzi, it works for you, but it doesn't work for most people. And I would rather people not put a do-not-pet um, harness on. You can. And I'm glad it works for you. I'm actually thrilled that it works for you. But it doesn't work for most people. I'd rather you just tell people, don't pet my dog. Why do I have to put a sign on my dog that says, don't pet my dog? Do I have a sign on my car that says, don't sit on my car? Don't get into my car? Do I have a sign um, on, um, we, have out, we have outdoor furniture um, in front of our house. Do I have a sign on that piece of furniture that says, unless you live here, don't sit in our chairs? No. No, I don't. Because it's, 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 it's societal norm to not go to people's houses and sit on their front porch furniture, the front porch swing. Why can't we make it societal norm to not pet, pet people's dogs? So society needs a lesson. Not with signage, but with our words. Um, Murph says, I've been walking around with bear mace visible, and now when I walk my dog, no one has to pet my dog anymore. That's good. One causes, um, one's energy causes people to pause. That's true. Chris says, has found about tomorrow inner circle. We'll give the time to work out. Last Friday's challenge I created. Okay. I'm, and by the way, thank you for that very kind email. That was really, really nice of you. Um, Jobin says, is there a line that you feel like has been crossed and the dog is unable to be rehabilitated? Dog has aggression issues, but everyone in the house and is now latching. Um, there's always dogs out there, um, Jobin, that shouldn't be walking the face of the earth. But I will also tell you what you're describing. We've rehabbed many, hundreds, hundreds of those dogs. Hundreds of those dogs successfully. Guess what, though? We've also had failures. I don't know you. I don't know your dog. I don't know what kind of punisher you've applied to that dog. Has that dog had an active, geni uh, an active genius, an active Jesus? 
moment, there's a lot of moving parts. So there's the training part, the rehab part, the manners part, the human training part, the household part. There's, a, there's, there's, there's all these moving parts that are involved with that. Can it be stopped? 100% absolutely. But if I had a dog biting me, it would bite me once. If I had a, a dog latch onto me, it would wish it never did. And if that sounds violent or toxic masculine, really? Really? Okay. I would hope that anybody, well, that's why um, Jobin is asking the questions, that lives with a dog that bites them would want it stopped ASAP. We can dramatically help you. That's a one-on-one consult though, because there's a lot of moving parts to that. But the more you go into our content first, you'll start understanding our philosophy as well. Mitzi says, hmm, rethinking the harness now, maybe it's my, my fear. Maybe, but, but, that, but, but, Mitzi, but Mitzi, it's working for you. So don't stop doing it. Don't stop doing it. Um, Grit and Grace, morning, Jeff. When stopping and want to behave with an e-coward, do you say nope? Always say no. You always have to have a marker. Part of applying the punishment, or are you silent and just apply the punishment? Always say no. Uh, Jobin says, clients talk for reference. Jobin, so you're brand new to my world. In 20 years, I've worked with 10,000 clients. Go to our testimonial page. Okay. Go to our testimonial page. All right? But, but guess what, though? Their dog is not your dog. They are not you. We can have a dog that is worse than your dog be successful. That doesn't mean your dog will be successful because there's a lot of moving parts. Like I said, go into our social media content. But we've got lots of testimonials. I can send you testimonials. Send you to people. But guess what? I'm only going to send you to people that we've had success with. Right? That's the problem with that. Dive deep. Have you even begun the beginning of basic obedience? And I'm not talking about, sure, my dog sits in those paw. This is my Malinois who is not in command or has not been told what to do. But the dog knows that when I'm doing a podcast that it goes and lies down. Your dog can do that too. We have dogs that come in here for a two-week boarding train. They become fully off-leash trained. All right? All right, guys. Time for me to go because uh, Angela was hovering around brownies. I need to stop that shit right away. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Madly in love with you guys. Take care. Bye-bye.